0: I just want to do a short little podcast this morning talking about a couple topics, the pin stadium thing, which just keeps circling around itself and and the big Lebowski. Now, I don't want to, I don't even have intro music. We'll We'll just start it now and let you guys enjoy a little snackable edition of Canada's Pinball Podcast. All right, so this was originally going to be a Pinside Babies episode, and I actually tried to record it a few times, and I was like, why am I, there's not enough material here, right? Sometimes there's just not enough material to do an entire rant. And it's also like, there's also a level of inaneness around this whole thing that I wanna talk about. And mainly it's this. Obviously Pinside needs to work on its marketplace and the ability for people marketing their products to connect to pinball machines. And a product like Pin Stadium is for the most part a universal product that almost every single pinball machine could implement into the machine itself, whether it's a new game, an old game, and yes, I saw people complaining about this. A homebrew game, you could also install the Pin Stadium lights, right? Because it only requires a power source. Uh, but as someone so intelligently pointed out, it would be like uh, advertising pinballs. You know, just just. Steel pinballs come up every single time you search for a game because every game uses pinballs. And it gets redundant, it gets repetitive, and they need to figure out a better system. And they will. And they will. And, and, I'm, and I'm actually here in Robin's defense that I think it's crazy that people are going onto the forum... And, and expecting to see immediate results. Like people are like refreshing their page like, I've come back two hours later and I'm still seeing Pin Stadium ads, I've come back 10 hours later. People in who live on Pinside and you know who you are, you know who you are and you know who they are. They lose sense of time and they lose sense of reality and they lose sense of the real world and life. And life happens for people. you know and I think it's completely unfair that if something is a little bit upsetting you on Pinside about how the site is operating, to expect Robin, like as if he's sitting at some Pinside terminal with a headset on and and like 18 screens open and and he's not gonna stop until he immediately fixes every little bug the site has. No, people have like real lives. Uh, Here's the other solution that I think a lot of these hyper posters don't understand. If you don't like something, how about this? Are you waiting for something to be improved? How about you just like turn off the site for like a week or turn off the site for like, you know, a few days and, and come back when these things don't upset you so much. And 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 I've seen it. You know, I've seen people, they get, they get sucked into this vortex of the kind of behavior that is sort of encouraged and it's addictive behavior. You know, we didn't even talk about this, but Odin, who's one of the most prolific posters on Pinside, he had a meltdown. He goes away. He realizes his behavior uh, wasn't who he wanted to be, and he went away for a while. He deactivated his account, but now he's back, and it's interesting. Watch his behavior over the last few weeks. He first comes back and he's very shy. He's very quiet. He starts to get retrospective, you know, I'm, I'm how, or reflective on how he's going to change and how it became too much. But now, now read him he's starting to slip back into his old ways and that's what happens with Pinside, is you get addicted to the attention and the and, and sort of like the, uh, the reaction is addictive. I mean, it, this is scientifically proven that the reaction you get on online forums when your telephone blows up with a text message, the endorphins that are released when people respond to you uh, are the same endorphins that are released with alcohol and with uh, tobacco and with drugs even. You know, so it's addictive behavior and the only way to prevent it and, and prevent sliding back down is to extremely limit the amount of time you spend in it. But that's the problem, right? The internet, I mean, and and cell phone addiction and screen addiction, it's got all of us under its web. But anyway, anyway, so look, this this happens and these people are complaining about it. Robin doesn't fix it right away. He will fix it, Okay is it that big of a deal? I mean, if you step back and say, is that that big of a deal? When I'm in a thread and I'm reading about a game, yeah, like I I it is annoying seeing all those Pin Stadium ads with the robot and the fusion and I don't, you know, all these like like psychedelically colored things that are selling me a lighting system. Like I get it. I think we all understand by now what Pin Stadium is. I mean, that's the other thing too is Pin Stadium for the most part if I were him, I mean, I think most of, uh, I think mostly everyone and their mother and their children and their dog and their pet frog by now, who is on pin side, who is there frequently, I think we know what your product is, Scott. I, I don't think we need another fifteen thousand reminders every single day. That being said, it doesn't really annoy me that much because the marketplace for the most part, it's a separate section. I mean, I get that they have a link to some marketplace ads, but if you're really looking for something on Pinside, are you going to have a hard time finding it? Absolutely not. I mean, Robin has built a great site that has a marketplace. It has a search bar. It has everything you need. Uh, I get that it might be visually upsetting to you. Uh, but that's not a big deal to me. I mean, maybe it is a big deal to you. Now, the question of, of Scott linking his product to every single pinball machine uh, is what I think might be creating this. And what about the topic of the homebrew machine makers and them having pin stadium link their product to their homebrew game and i saw someone on there was like complaining about this, this is like this is wrong like he shouldn't be allowed to yeah you know advertise against my creation and how do i think about that i mean this is an interesting point but i think once you use pin side and this is the thing that people don't realize once you use pin side to advertise your homebrew game Once you use Pinside to get your homebrew product in front of the Pinside audience, Pinside's allowed to allow its advertisers access to you and your products. I mean, wake up, you're grown men, you're not little kids. This is the way it works. Pinside is making money with these advertisers and with these companies that are spending money to market on their site. They're what is keeping pin side around. So if you enjoy pin side and you love pin side, you're gonna have to put up with some, you know, pin side advertising. And all this advertising, this is why I just find it funny that these grown men are, are like again, they they just get all bent out of shape. All the advertising at least on pin side is pinball related which is great i mean all the i mean you could say what you will about pin stadium spamming it but you're not getting served up ads for you know ladies hygienic products and for like sports cars and for you know shampoo and conditioners everything is at least relevant to the thing you're very much into but that's not enough people need to still like get all upset about this right but here's what i had a big problem with is I really like Penn Stadium products. And look, it's, it's, it's an opinion. You can have your opinion about it and you can not like their products. I, I have them on my Batman. I've seen people put them on Willy Wonka. They do make a huge difference, okay? Now, if you don't like them, that's cool. I saw people debating whether or not Scott at Penn Stadium, when he does the before and after photos, if he's darkening the before photos to make the after photos seem even more impressive. And I don't know if he is. I'll tell you this. If I was a marketer, absolutely I would do this a little bit. You know, it's, is it disingenuous? It's only disingenuous, really, if the after photo is doctored to make it brighter than it really is. And yeah, Maybe it's a little disingenuous, but we all know one thing, I don't think anyone would argue with this, that the majority of pinball machines have horrible GI lighting. They do. There's just something off about so many games. I've played most recent Stern machines and they're very dark. I've played most Jersey Jack machines and they're very dark. Don't even get me started on how dark alien pinball is. It's one of the darkest games ever. You can barely see the ball. And it's it's ironic to me that the guy who's once again on another one of his crusades that we apparently can never stop, you know who he is. He His name is the same as a hotel chain. Hilton is once again on a crusade to take down pin stadium i mean you go in the threads and he's just spent spam- he's spamming the threads with his uh desire to destroy this company and it, and it's pretty transparent and it's funny to me because alien pinball the game that he shilled so badly is in desperate need of pin stadium lights okay so here's the thing too it's like the other thing that i saw was that hilton and this is what he's, he's sort of like digging in on Apparently at pinberg or at various tournaments during different games that were using pin stadium lights, every once in a blue moon. I mean, every once in a blue moon, someone will install pin stadium lights incorrectly. And there were a couple instances where pin stadium lighting system fell off and because they're magnetized to the side there. They fell off and they ended up on the play field, making them having to stop. The, the tournament or stop, you know, stop gameplay, you know, during an official pinball tournament. And, and he sort of like is on this mission to be like, everyone who plays in tournaments hates these things and doesn't want them anywhere near pinball. And everyone who plays pinball on location hates these things and doesn't want them anywhere near pinball. And it's, it's just kind of crazy to me because, you know, to me, Hilton, it, 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 he's not a pinball collector. I mean, he's an operator. He's more for the guys in tournaments. He's on the wrong site. Like, he, he doesn't understand what collectors want and how collectors want their machines to be lit up nicely. And he goes on these crusades uh, to destroy people and to defame them and to destroy their products. And I really think, you know, Pinside should, again, take a long, hard look at if you just remove a few of these people who go on these constant crusades, who ironically are the ones that are spamming most threads and ruining people's ability to just make up their own minds because we have to hear these individuals like 15 times a day on each thread, it, we'd be better off. We'd be better off. Now, he said his piece, uh, but again, to Scott's defense, if people are going to install their product wrong and they're going to like fall off during a tournament, so be it. Look, last time I checked, there were pin stadium lights on Willy Wonka during the Pinberg final, and they were fine, and I didn't hear anyone complain. But then I saw this. Someone uploaded a photo and said, look at these disgusting Christmas lights on this game. And it was a photo from Pemberg. Now, yes, it looked like all around the, uh, the game, there were like almost like a, a strip of Christmas lights. But here's the thing. Those weren't the pin stadium lights on the glass that people were seeing. Those were reflections from all the overhead lighting inside the arena in which Pemberg was taking place. And so again, I think this defamation of the Pin Stadium product is, is is really uncalled for and unnecessary, and I think very juvenile and, and I think very uh, just just a bitter use of people's behavior on Pinn side because it's it's not really fair to be doing this to this company. And the other thing is this. look, this is the other part, and, and I'm, I'm trying to see both sides of this debate, is that Scott will bump up his Pin Stadium thread that he created like it's his it's his thread about his product and he he bumps it up all the time maybe every day maybe a few times a week and people are saying that he's spamming his own thread by constantly bumping it to the top of the pin side leaderboard okay ladies and gentlemen this is this man's business he's marketing his company he's trying to sell his product he's excited about his product if you've met him at a show uh, he is always very enthusiastic and excited about what he's selling. Uh, I, I, I don't understand why, if you have a problem with him doing that, why you can't just drain the thread. You'll never see it again. Instead of that, Pinside babies love to run into a burning house with a, a, a canister of gasoline and throw it around the place and then start complaining that things are burning. What, why, why does it upset you so much that he's trying to sell his product. At least he's making a product in the pinball world that a lot of people love and enjoy. And that's the other thing that happens with these threads is is the people who love Pin Stadium they, they they're like not really in these threads in which the angry mob is tearing it down. And I know what it's like to be in in, in those threads. I mean, whenever someone starts a thread about Canada, right? Oh, what a jerk, what a sociopath, what a, what, a, what a lunatic he is. It's all negativity for the most part. A few people are like, well, I actually really enjoy the show. And then then you look at my numbers and it's like a lot of people actually really enjoy the show. But you know what? I think people, when they enjoy something, even when it comes to a game or a pinball product, they normally stand on the sidelines and just let the angry mob sort of like destroy itself and, and go crazy. And that's what's happening, I think, in this thread. Long story short, I think Pin Stadium is a great product. I think Pinside will figure out how to make the marketplace uh, operate differently where things won't be spammed like this. I think Scott will hopefully learn a little bit of a lesson from all this and not continue to like link to every single game. We get it. You know, we get what you make. Uh, And I think no one will care in a a few days. And that's that's that. Okay. Something else I wanted to talk about that I saw, which uh, is just. Man, this is just like stupid. Like, if you if you got one of the forty ARA Big Lebowski games, the last thing you should be doing on planet Earth is boasting and bragging and and like rubbing it in people's faces. And there is an individual on pin side. I'm not even gonna. I I think is I think it's like Wolfman or something or something like that. Um, he is doing just that. And, and I think that is just despicable behavior. I mean, this this is not a joyous situation. It, it, and it shouldn't be looked at one. These games are being basically taken from someone else who bought it and resold. And I know you could say, hey, Chris, you're a hypocrite. You're buying one. I know I'm buying one. Um, but I do not for a minute think that this is how a game should be bought. I don't think this is how a game should be available for sale I just knew this is how it would go down because of how Dutch pinball fumbled everything so badly that it was going to end like this, that they were going to resell games. And on that level, it's like, I'm okay, I'm okay, like, grabbing one, but I would never in a million years say to someone who got burned, like, I'm, I'm super excited to get I, – I, I am not – you know, it's, it's weird to me because I still – I still have nothing but anxiety around this deal. I, I Nothing but, I, I'm very lukewarm that this was the right thing to do. I'm very hesitant to like, I'm not doing backflips. I'm like, I'm, it's not like I'm counting down the days till I get it. I'm still very nervous about the quality of these machines. I'm still very nervous about the spare parts that will be available. I'm still very nervous about you know The code in the game, which nobody really wants to talk about. Code is very shallow in the game. I don't think it's going to be touched again. I, I, I just, I think this game has a lot of people overly excited. And I think there's a lot of hype surrounding this game because of the rarity of the game. I mean, I mean, think about it. We all get really excited when we play a game that not a lot of people have played that's very rare. It has that sort of novelty factor. But when you own one, you can play it every day. Is it going to be a game that you're going to want to keep for a very long time? If it is very shallow, if it's very questionable quality, Uh, you know, for the for the forty or so people that have had one, a bunch of them went up for sale. You know, it wasn't like these were this game was like bolted to people's floor and wasn't going anywhere. Um, And I've learned the lesson in that is like if you chase after these just like rare collectibles that you really don't want to play because you don't want to break anything and you don't want to like you know chip the play field and it becomes more of like a museum piece uh, you're not going to have much fun owning it unless you have a big collection i don't i mean everything that goes into my house has to be like has to be played and enjoyed or it makes no sense Uh, but i just think anyone who's bragging and sort of rubbing it in people's faces is, is pretty despicable and we should not encourage that kind of behavior all right, what else is going on, right? So the collector's editions of Willy Wonka, I'm just like doing another show right now. I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna end this quickly. Uh, Jack needs to show the collector's edition. I, I got hit up by Joe at Pinball Star, and he's like, he's like, Chris, um, I'm fully transparent with you guys, by the way. Like, I, I'm telling you the conversations I have. He said, like, Chris, are you out? Like, I can take it from your last podcast that you must be out on Willy Wonka. And so I've got that in my head, and I'm like, well, I'm not out quite yet. And I said this to Joe. He said, look, to be fair, Joe, to be fair, I um, I haven't seen what the final collector's edition is. And I keep hearing they're going to make it really special. So, uh, you know, should I be out on the game because the code isn't exactly where I want it to be? Maybe, right? But what, what harm is it? Let me ask you, what harm is it in me just staying in on a $1,000 refundable deposit on Willy Wonka and just waiting until I see it. I think anyone who already paid for the collector's edition is pretty stupid because why wouldn't you just wait to see what they're gonna deliver? And if it's not that impressive, just save yourself so much money and go get an Ellie of the game. Uh, and and you know, that's what I would do. I mean, pfft, no brainer, no brainer. So that's, what, that's where I'm at. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. I need to make up my mind. I think I need to make up my mind today on this Pirates of the Caribbean collector's edition that I put a deposit, non-refundable refundable deposit down with a really awesome dude. Uh, it's a beautiful machine. It's a collector's edition. I'll say this right now, on this show today, if you listen to this show, if anyone wants the Collector's Edition Pirates of the Caribbean uh, for $13,500, all right, I'm not making any money on this, that's what the price was, it's fully modded, it's incredible, it's gorgeous, it's got all cliffies installed, it's got all the star posts installed, it's got the the washers, it's got the monkey, it's got uh, it's got like that nice gun shooter rod, it's got everything you'd want from the mod uh, community. Uh, if you are interested, hit me up at canadapinballgmail.com. I will happily put you in touch with the seller. Uh, and again, I'm still not 100%. I, I need to tell them tonight whether I'm in or out. But I will happily connect you and allow you to have that deal. I think it is a great deal. I think the one on Pinside now is for sale for $15,000 with less mods in this game. Um, you know, that was my goal. My goal was to get a Pirates into this house. See what all the hoopla was about. See if I would actually enjoy it in a home-use environment. And then wait to see like, if Willy Wonka code progressed in a different way. Uh, things are happening. I was not expecting. Here's the thing. I was not expecting the Big Lebowski to be available. I can't. I just, you know, I'm going to be transparent here too. I'm planning a beautiful honeymoon in Japan with Brenda. Uh, I, I do really well in my career. I do. I, I think I do. I, I, I never know. I mean, I do well enough. But, man, a lot of these high-ticket items have hit me all at once. And I, and I had to just stop and say I can't do it all. I can't do it all. I can't buy a Lebowski and a Pirate of the Caribbean and go to Japan and fly business class and eat at Michelin star restaurants and, 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 and. it's You know, all these ends add up. And before you know it, I mean, just the two pinball machines alone. Like, let's just break this down. The two pinball machines alone are basically $25,000. You have to make $100,000 before taxes just to pay for those two pinball machines. It's amazing how quickly it just goes out the door. And I don't want to be house broke or pinball broke. Or I I love having money in my checking. I love having money in my savings. I love having money in my investments. I love love being carefree. Now, I'll say this, and then I'm going to let you guys go. The most carefree thing you can do and I do it every morning at 6 a.m. And I see someone else doing this, and he's getting into it, and I want to congratulate him. And that's Jarrett over at Stern. He's losing weight, and he's going to Planet Fitness, and he's exercising a lot, and he's posting his results. I'll tell you this. All this pinball could go away. All this stuff, all these pin stadium debates, I could care less if Pinside went away tomorrow. I could care less. i got to be honest. If this podcast went away tomorrow, it doesn't really matter. What matters always to me, the most fulfilling thing to me, is waking up in the morning and just feeling good. Now, to some of you, pinball makes you feel good and seeing your collection makes you feel good, but for me personally, just feeling good in my own skin is the most important thing, and I hit the gym every morning between six and seven, and it is amazing to me, between that hour, just six and seven a.m. in the morning, the difference that is made in my life when I do that consistently, and I'll say this too, So many of you, and you know who you are, you'll spend an hour surfing Pinside every day in the morning, an hour. Why not cut your two to three or four hours of Pinside surfing and dedicate one of those to just taking better care of yourself? And I think you'll be a lot happier. I think you'll be a lot healthier. And I think you'll see everything, including this silly hobby that we're all involved in, 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 in a more positive light. All right? I think this show's been—I can't, like, can't really do a pin side Babies anymore because I just don't want to just, you know, incessantly crap on these dumb topics that mean nothing. I think I'm all excited about Jurassic Park. Can't wait to play it. I'm all excited about Deep Root. I talked a little bit to Robert this week about how they're going to roll things out. I'm all excited about, you know, seeing the collector's edition of Willy Wonka. I'm all excited about Guns N' Roses. All these exciting things are happening. Uh, So it's a good time. It's a good time to be in pinball. Everyone, I really just want you guys all to take care of yourselves. I'm super happy for all of you who listen to Canada's Pinball Podcast. And I hope, I hope one day, one day next year, we can hold up the third Twippy and say, hey, Together, we all did it. Am I I campaigning too early? Oh, don't forget to donate to Canada's Patreon page so I can take Brenda out. And also, it's Brenda's birthday, August 15th. So any donations that want to go specifically To Brenda's birthday dinner, oh my God, she would be over the moon enthusiastic about that. Everyone, have a good day. Hilton, stop complaining so much about stupid stuff. You're not a bad guy. That's the thing. You kill Hilton with hugs. You're not a bad guy. You don't need to keep pretending to be this bad guy on pin side. You're actually a really good guy in person, and you do a lot of good stuff for the pinball community, and we know that about you. I don't know why you need the attention in the negative way. I don't. I don't. You can get it in the right way. And also, you should really come on the show. And the last person who should come on this show, and I want you, ladies and gentlemen, because you know who he is, and he's been dodging this show forever. You know why he's dodging this show? I don't know why. Maybe I'll make a speculation. I think he's on his own crusade to get that twippy, and that is Mr. Zach Manny. Zach, I know you listen. I love you, brother. I love your show. But you really should come on Canada's Pinball Podcast. And here's the thing. You should come on my show. I'll come on your show. And the three of us. And by that, I mean, I think these are the three best pinball podcasts right now. I think it's This Week in Pinball. I think it's Special One Lit. And you know, of course, I think it's myself. I mean, I I always, I I, I create this because I love doing it. But I also do it to do the best. I think we should create a trifecta show called This Week in Canada, This Week, canada's pinball podcast is lit how's that sound this week canada's pinball podcast is lit the three of us will get together and do the show that the world has been waiting for i'm putting that offer out there i know ken is on board with special one Lit. ken is on board the only one who's not on board right now is you mr zach many i'm gonna get you on i've got your other half your better half greg bone on let's do this everyone have a great day